Hello and welcome to Sad Times, the podcast by sad people for sad people. I'm your host, Alyssa. Still testing out that intro. I don't know how cringy it is, but we're going we're gonna to roll with it for now. Um, we have another very exciting episode. We have the second Sad Times podcast guests that... that Feel like that wasn't proper grammar but whatever i'm, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna roll with it um we have medical miracle the band from chicago um jade is the singer and plays several instruments in the band and their and their boyfriend richard as well is in the band and um i met jade on twitter god i don't know i guess a couple years ago at this point i don't really remember exactly when we started talking um but yeah, we're both really big fans of Phoebe Bridgers. That's kind of where it all started. And yeah, they started releasing music last year and I played it on my radio show. And yeah, now they're releasing more music. So I figured it'd be great to have them on Sad Times the Podcast. It was really exciting because this was the first time I interviewed like a band. So I don't know. It was really fun. Um, yeah. I hope you guys um, take the interview. Thank you so much. So we're here with Medical Miracle. Welcome, guys, to Sad Times, the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having um, us. <laughs> oh, my God, of course. Um, so let's let's just get right into it. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Um, my name is Jade. Uh, I grew up in Nebraska, got off of Nebraska, uh, moved to Chicago like a couple years now, a couple years ago uh i'm a leo <laughs> love writing music my name's richard uh i grew up here in chicago uh always love music i've been doing that for forever now yeah cancer i'm a cancer <laughs> now now uh what about your rising signs um i'm a gemini rising and interesting a virgo moon i don't know why i couldn't think of that he's also a gemini rising and a libra moon yeah interesting okay well in case you're in case you're wondering my big three i'm a capricorn um scorpio rising leo moon um (laughs) so what is like the music scene like in chicago like is are, are there like a lot of like local bands and stuff like that that you guys like is there like a big local scene um a lot more than I've seen in Nebraska. I feel like people are a lot more uh, like audible about it. Like they talk about it a lot right. more. Um, yeah, I feel like every other person that I've worked with, they're like, oh yeah, I, I play the drums. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm a bassist for my small like band. I don't know, it's just like, I feel like I've, I run to like other musicians all the time. Like as opposed to Nebraska, it's like, oh, what do you plan to do with that music thing that you're working on? <laughs> since you said there is like kind of like a local scene are you guys looking forward to like obviously god willing when things get back to normal whenever that is like do you like play like local shows and stuff like that like do you have like venues like near you that you can do that absolutely yeah um i'm pretty excited to reach out to venues even to like local bars or anything like that yeah. to play um yeah yeah um but like with past bands i've been able to play some venues uh so yeah so are, are both of you like all self-taught like have either of you either taken like classes for production or like mute like like lessons for like instruments like are you guys all self-taught 
Uh, yeah, self-taught for all the instruments, like drums, guitar, bass, mm -hmm. what have That's you. Um, and I went to Columbia College to learn more about music production. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so now between the two of you, what instruments do you guys play? I play uh, all things guitar. I really enjoy a rhythm guitar. Uh, I've only recently picked up the bass. I really enjoy playing the bass. Um, that's really about it. I can play the keys. Like, I don't, it's not my go-to. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I started out with drums, moved on to bass guitar, a little bit of ukulele, piano. Yeah. Uh, started to learn the ocarina just because of Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I guess you guys can answer this individually first and then we'll, we'll like join it after. So how did both of you start getting into writing your own music, recording your own music and stuff like that? Um, I feel like I've always like picked up the guitar, like, um, Throughout high school, I would just journal, 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 like stupid little poems or like things I could not relate to but wanted to. And I would just <laughs> like just just play like the same four chords, but like find something to it. I never considered doing it for real. Um, but yeah, I think once I saw like Juno and I was like, oh my gosh, like songwriting must be so easy. Like, look at them go. Um, uh, yeah, and I, it wasn't until before I moved, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do this for real, like, I'm gonna just, like, really crack down on songwriting, I'd write in my journal all the time, I always keep notes on my phone, just about anything, really, I romanticize everything, <laughs> uh, and it wasn't until, like, um, I met Richard, when I started really, like, recording, and, like, taking everything seriously, because before it was just memos on my phone, and hoping that someone picks him up. And me, um, I, I feel like I'm pretty bad at songwriting, <laughs> uh, to be honest. Um, I'll like show a riff to someone and they'll like help me figure things out or like the structure of a song. But I feel like I'm pretty good at like making beats, like hip hop or anything like that. I feel like that comes naturally a bit more, but I feel like once I listen to Turnover, the band, more, um, I, feel, I felt like I really wanted to do something in that style. Um, yeah, ever since then, like that was the phase where I like met Jade and I'm like, I really want to do this for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how long ago did you guys meet? Uh, September-ish. September like, yeah. Well, we knew of each other around August. Sort of, yeah. 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 Um, my friend met him, and he was like, oh, I love to record. And then my friend was like, oh my gosh, I know someone who you can record. And then we got together. He literally picked me up, took me to a studio. I thought he was going to murder me. <laughs> we go to his, like, um, he has, like a, like, a spot that he rented out with his metal band. Um, and, yeah, like, I showed him. He's like, hey, let's jam. And I was like, can I show you a song? And I played Late Night Drive for him. He's like, oh, I like that a lot. I really like that. And then we decided, like, sad jams. <laughs> That's awesome. So then, so then that was it ever since then. You guys have been making music together pretty much. 
Yeah. Yep. We'd get together every Tuesday, Thursday, every week, mm -hmm. yeah. work on something or just like pretend to work on something. Just like try to finish something. That's so cool. Well, so now you, now you mentioned turnover, like who are some of your other inspirations that you had? Like when you started getting music, you're like, or like a, like an album that you heard a song that you heard you're like that's why i want to make music yeah uh, so i was working at an old dealership job as like a porter i would like just drive new cars back and forth different lots and on my way i would like turn on the radio to sirius xm and the first song that i really heard in like in the style we're kind of in is uh your dog i talk your mommy um i was like damn, this sounds really dope. I really want to get more into this. And then <laughs> that's where I went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> the indie rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like every time we make like a song together, where like our go-tos are like Snail Mail, JSON. And mm. like, for me, I feel like songwriting, I always am like thinking of Phoebe Bridgers, but like, it's you can't you can't capture that she she you know she's so good at writing sad sad stuff but uh yeah i feel like i'm I'm always going back to um like jason i feel like jason is always a big one i can i can see that vibe like i could totally see the vibe and like not in a way that like you're copying or like anything like that but i can totally like see that inspiration that's yeah i can totally see that that's that's really cool yeah i love i love jason i Ten out of ten. I, I'm obsessed with her. Like, yeah, she's great. Do you find inspiration a lot from like other forms of like media too? Like, do you like or like do you take inspiration from like movies and like TV shows and stuff like that too? I think movies are a big thing. I feel like those are like they're so compelling emotionally. Like, when was the last time you didn't leave a theater and dissociate or like find a new personality or something? You know, like I feel like. Those <laughs> Like those are so huge. Um, I, we're actually writing on a song right now uh, based off a movie that I really, really like. Um, Ooh. Are you allowed to say what movie or, or do you want to keep it a surprise? Um, Eternal Sunshine, <laughs> Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I feel like that was a basic okay. one, but it's like, it's good. I, I've, I saw that once years ago. Very, very powerful movie. I can't even say anything about it being basic, though, because my favorite movie is literally Perks of Being a Wallflower, which is probably the most basic movie I could, like, you could ever say. But that's a movie that you, like, like how you kind of just described. Like, after I saw it, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I remember exactly where I was when I watched it. Like, I remember when it was. It was, like, the summer right after 10th grade. Like, I was just, like, fucked up. It was... I so I totally I totally relate I totally relate. There's so um, much trauma in cool. that movie. <laughs> like they're like exactly, and that's why I'm like still. yes. <laughs> I'm like exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just think movies are powerful, and it makes it easier to be inspired than thinking of something personal. Like it's already something mm -hmm. like a story that's out there that makes you feel a certain way. Interesting. So do you feel do you feel like it's easier to write about something that's not personal? I feel like when I try to stray away from writing about something super personal, because I am getting a little personal about, or getting a little annoyed with always saying I, 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 like, you know, I feel like all of the things I write are super personal, but it's like, I want to have more fun songs or yeah. ones where it's like, 
this couldn't be about Jade. This could not be about Jade, you know? Right, right. Um, Are you a big Bright Eyes fan or not really? Or like Connor um, Oberst? You could say no, because I'm not really. I'm, I, like, I'm, I won't, like, be, I'm I won't be offended. <laughs> it's, it's probably a no. <laughs> yeah, no, because I, because like, I don't know a lot about... I don't know a lot about them. I don't know a lot about Connor Overs, but I know that he does that a lot. Like, a lot of, like, character, like, stuff in songs. You know what I mean? Where it's not really about him. He kind of, like, makes, like, all this, like, fictional stuff up. Or, like, something like My Chemical Romance, like, Welcome to the Black Parade. Like, like totally just made up this entire story. Like, I don't know. I think that's so cool. Yeah. It feels just goes back to, like, storytelling. Like, anything can be about anything. And... For me, I always want to make something personal, but I feel like I'm trying to stray away from that. So, like, my go-to is movies, because those impact me emotionally instead of, like, real emotions that I have received. So right. I feel like, yeah, that's a good that's way to go about it. Yeah, no, I love that. Have you seen any movies lately that have, like, inspired you like that? Or or even, I'll, I'll open it up, maybe, like, over COVID, like, have, have you, like, watched, like, I'm sure, like, you know, you've been binging like everyone else. Have you seen the movie where you were like, yes? It's more like Adventure Time. Um, I've been watching Ooh. a lot of Adventure Time. And the okay. way that Rebecca Sugar like, will like, have music on the show, even with Steven Universe, I just love how random it is and pure it is and how it doesn't need to, I don't know, it's just some of like, her, like Marceline has really inspired me. I know Marceline inspires like everyone. Like there's something really cool and really silly about all of her songs, you know? It just makes me, it just like reminds me like I don't need to overthink everything. But like right. we tried, we tried writing a song, um, very like Adventure Time inspired. I think we're still going to go back to it, but make it a little more. Maybe, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, so cool. Well, I, I brought up COVID and I know like everyone's probably sick of talking about COVID, but I'm just curious, like artistically, if you feel, because I feel like people have very different um, experiences with this. If you feel like you were felt more inspired when you were like at home and doing whatever, or if you felt like more like creatively, like if you were like hitting like, uh, if you had like any writer's block, roadblocks, whatever, where you're just like, I am so exhausted. I have no idea what I want to do. I feel like the first half of quarantine, I felt really inspired to work on music, but I'm like, I'm not really experiencing anything right now. Um, it's all the same every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like once we released uh, Late Night Drive, that's when I started to get more inspired on releasing more music more constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like because for a bit you got unemployment because your job was closed down. Mm -hmm. So we did have more time to work on stuff, even though we weren't doing a whole lot those first bits, because it was overwhelming, you know, like having all this time and, oh, we should finish this, but also like, oh, I'm not sure about it. And I was still working at my really terrible job. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You were working. But literally it was the moment I quit my last job is when we started releasing stuff because I had time and I just had this drive that my life was just like changing and I want to do things and focus on the things that really matter and not like a job, you know, like yeah, passions and everything I want to do. Yeah. yeah. We didn't start releasing until I quit. Yeah. When did you um, start writing Late Night Drive? Cause you, so you had it done, like you had the lyrics written before you met Richard, right? You said? 
God. I think it was like the, the summer of 2018, summer of 2018. Uh, I just wrote it in my room. I really like these chords. I was listening to a lot of first aid kits. So it was just me and my acoustic guitar like all the time. Uh, and I, yeah, I just, I just started talking about a, a, a bunch of dates that was going on like <laughs> after a breakup. <laughs> So, so when you met Richard, like you just had like the acoustic version and then when you guys came together, you kind of flushed it out to make it like what it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Like somehow we were able to make it into like an indie jam instead of just this acoustic slap. It was really just like, (laughs) what was that creative process like when you guys came together to make that song? Like, or yeah, like I guess finish it. We have what, like the rhythm guitar, I had an idea of the vocals um and then we kind of like left it for a little while uh and then we came back to it a couple months later i did some drums on it um and we like polished a few more things it changed like hugely it's like i stopped playing it i stopped thinking about it and then we let those couple months go by i was like you know what let's let's pick it up we have everything recorded like let's finally record vocals and what if instead like of i had this really god awful high pitched thing in like the the outro i was like this sucks how about we just like do a bunch of harmonies and vocals like i'll record this line and i'll harmonize it and i'll harmonize it and then richard's like oh my god ping pong effect let's do it (laughs) and so it made the whole song feel like euphoric and like oh like a memory it was so good it's just like in my head it was really cool yeah, so that was like the first song that you guys released. That was like end of last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I played that on my radio. I played that on Emo Hour. I was very excited. It was on Bandcamp at first. And then a couple months later, you released the two other songs. You released Middle Child and Goodbyes Are For Suckers. So um, what was the timeline for, for those two songs? What was When did you guys start writing those? Um... It was really quick. Yeah, it was a short time. I was just in my, in our little studio, this eight by eight room. I just picked up my guitar and I just, I have like this old book from that summer that I wrote Late Night Drive of all, it's like full of just random paragraphs and things that I don't think make any sense. I was like, what if I just like took random bits and I made them into a song and I fill in the gaps. So I literally just took my guitar, found some cool chords, um, and then I, I took a video of it and I sent it to Richard. I'm like, I think this slaps. Like, I think I think we should work on it. I don't know exactly <laughs> what to do for the ending, but then he, we literally, yeah, he came in like the next day or the two days after mm-hmm. and we yeah. recorded it. Like, it was just, it was such a quick process. And then Middle Child. We just like wanted something different instead of like just guitars or like any other instruments. We just wanted to... Uh, mess around with synth yeah Uh, yeah Jade was wondering what the lyrics should be about yeah or what was the other thing I think like a sibling or like an ex or something I couldn't figure it out like there's something sweet about just like talking about my little sister and how proud I am of her Uh, so so yeah I just just wrote this thing and I just like made it seem like it was a phone call I don't know I just thought it was really sweet and it, it gave the the album like a different vibe i just felt like it was really nice just having those two songs next to each other yeah 
No, I no, I definitely agree. So you guys are still like working on that. Like, are is the goal to have an album, or like an EP? Like, what do you like? What what do you what are your plans right now? I think right now we're set on an album. Uh, hopefully, we mm-hmm. could get it out sometime yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. A, it's a There's lot a of work. Songs, of course, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple songs that we have like, oh, I feel good about this. We should just go back and polish. And there's a couple songs like I have brewing. Um, yeah, it's just about getting it done. <laughs> so I had the idea to basically rip off Genius, but I'm probably gonna have to call it something. Else. I don't. Not like anyone's gonna come after my podcast and say that I'm copywriting anything because who listens to it? But. Um, just to, like, go through, because I, I don't know, I feel like it's so fun, like, when you, like, watch, like, Claro talk about what the lyrics for Bags mean or whatever. So I feel like it'd be cool to, like, for you guys to break down the lyrics to um, this song. Uh, we're going to be doing it for goodbyes or for suckers. And, um, yeah, here we go. I am running out of ways to be funny. Always the last one to leave the party. I feel like this song is very personal. <clears throat> it takes place just in this year of my life, both in the summer and the winter. Oh, it was, like, heartbreak but yearning. It was like heartbreak stage, yearning stage. Um, and I went to, I feel like it's, it's very self-explanatory. Like I went to a bunch of parties and I realized like, oh my God, like why am I still here? But also like I can never make an exit for myself. Like I would always go to parties to hang out with somebody. And then you go to a party and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go see this person too. Because the other person left. Oh, that person left. I'm going to go over here. That person left. And it's like, ah. Oh, shit <laughs> like I don't know it's just like like a like a circus of a summer it just felt like just very like it really like shaped me out you know like yeah yeah I just felt like the person who was supposed to be like a comedy friend was like running out of different things I don't know it was mm-hmm. just a really tough time it was just like a lot of looking at myself you know yeah like, really yeah becoming self-aware Surprised by all the ache, it washes it over still. If you never ask me to leave, I never will. Yeah, I think just going back to that, that theme of just like looking at myself and realizing things about myself, like I love being there for people. Um, and maybe like I love being around people a little too much and I never know if I'm overstaying the welcome or if they actually want me there. So like, I just feel like I'm almost asking everyone in my life, like, please let me know. <laughs> like should I leave? Should I stay? Or should I go now? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I feel like when I, I, I just had that line, if you never ask me to leave, I never will. I had just that on one blank piece of paper. I was like, dang, <laughs> was I okay? That just reminded me of a question I want to ask you after this, but I'm going to, I'm going to finish this first because I can't stay focused, but I'm going to try. Wasted all my time crying in the summer, close my eyes and picture it like December. That one just like really pulls out the the different stages I was in that year. Um, I feel like I literally wasted every day when it was hot outside, just being inside and just like thinking. Um, and I was always looking forward to like December. Like I was always looking forward to something else. Um, and for some reason, I always think that things are better when it gets colder. Cause like it matches the way I feel on the inside, I guess. <laughs> That's something I relate to so hard because it's like, okay, seasonal depression is obviously so fucking real. And like the second, not, e- I love the fall, not even really the fall, but like when like the winter really hits, you're just like, I fucking hate this. Like this sucks. 
And then like you get like a taste of sunshine, like the springtime, you're like, yes. And then it's someone you're like, no, this sucks too. Right, like you're here. Like yeah. you're oh like yeah. Yeah. Every day's the same. Every day is so still. But if you never ask me to leave, I never will. Yeah. I mean, kind of like what we were just talking about, like even in the summer, even in the winter, everything just blends together eventually. Like I still feel the way I feel. Um I'm not really moving anywhere. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this summer I talk a lot about, like, it was real rough. <laughs> it was like I was going yeah. through a breakup, but also, like, I was yearning, but I was still heartbroken. So it's just, like, right. that back and forth and just, like, that <laughs> depression. <laughs> right, right. She's always there. She's always there. Um, and then the chorus, I never will, I never will, I never will, I never will, I never will. I mean, you don't have to explain that if you don't want, you know, I get, it's, you know. I just think that's a fun part of the song, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. I really like everything that Richard did. I literally, I suck at communicating what I want. So I'll be like, so I want the song to be like echoey and like falling apart. And Richard would be like, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> like, do it, do it, wrote our names on foggy windows something about it brings me down i don't know i feel like it's super nostalgic to always see a foggy window want to write something on it i feel like this one's a little more personal like i imagine just being with someone like when it's winter so now we're like the winter stage and it's like writing our names and realizing like it's not going to stay like our names together are not going to stay i don't know i just I was. I wanted to be really emo about it. <laughs> no, I no no. I I feel like that's like a really like cool metaphor or like not like metaphor. Like I don't know. I I think that's like something like cool like to mention a song. I like when people take like. Because that's such an easy reference. Obviously, everyone has written on a foggy window, but like just looking at it through that perspective, I guess I think that's really cool. I really like that lyric a lot. Yeah, I, I think do. it's really sweet. Like seeing two people's names next to each other, you know, in something. Yeah that isn't permanent like a tree or something right I, it's exactly what i was thinking yeah yeah it's, it's writing your guys's names on the windows next to each other because maybe it doesn't stain or maybe you don't feel the same or maybe i hate my name and i think that goes back to the lyric like something about it brings me down and maybe it doesn't stay maybe it doesn't stay forever um maybe you don't feel the same maybe everything that i feel towards seeing our both our names together on this window like you don't feel that way like now I feel down <laughs> like or um or maybe I just hate my name you know I just I feel like I, I always like to throw that lyric in a lot something about names and like how we never got to choose it and that's yeah. also a lyric that was in that book um uh and I was like this it's, I just feel like would fit really well like with this you know like it's all just yeah my the, my train of thought you know like yeah. putting meaning to that the question i thought to ask you is when you were talking about how like um like you always like want to ask like the people around you like is this okay like am i too much or whatever i'm curious what your love languages are or what your love language is because i'm getting i'm getting major words of affirmation vibes but i don't want to assume <laughs> um it's crazy <laughs> that you point that out that's so crazy liz um yeah, I am words of affirmation, quality time. Yeah, I feel like those are my biggest ones. Like, if I don't get like an audio, like 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 an, like a, a validation or like affirmation, I feel like all I'm gonna do is spiral. Like, I can't. 
Richard, what about you? Are you into your love languages? Do you know? Uh, Are you about that life? Not really, honestly. I'm just vibing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And that's totally fine. That's totally fine. No, I'm big on words of affirmation as well because I just never... I don't know. I just, I always think I'm annoying or like whatever. So like, I need you to constantly tell me that I'm not annoying, you know? Yeah. I see your tattoo, by the way. Oh yeah. And here's my Phoebe Bridgers Punisher inspired tarot card tattoo. If you're watching on YouTube, you're looking at this lovely pic. If you're listening to the audio only version, then you should also go on YouTube to look at this beautiful pic. Thanks. So uh, just talking about Phoebe, I would love for you to tell the story of how you met her. That's such a cool story. Man, it's insane. Sometimes I forget that it was real. Um, <laughs> plot twist, it wasn't. I went to go see Better Oblivion. It was my last night in Omaha. I was moving, and I found this, like, like I, was, I figured it'd be a fun thing for my friend and I to do, to go see this concert. Uh, we both love Phoebe Bridgers. Connor Burst. Okay, but Phoebe Bridgers, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we we sh- I like we stroll to the venue, and I realize I don't have my ID on me. Like it's in a van packed away, and I can't get to it. And then I was like, "It's fine. Like I'm a minor. Here are my tickets. She just stamp me, and I can go in." And the slowdown. They're called the slowdown in Omaha. Said no because. For some reason, we have to be able to validate that you are under 21. I was like, I'm literally telling you, I don't want to drink. I want to see some really great music. And then they're like, no. (laughs) So I was like, well, shit. And I told my friend, I was like, you go inside. You watch this concert. And I'm going to figure something out. (laughs) And she's like, okay. I'm like, okay, take lots of videos. I'll be outside. It was so cold. It was March. I was freezing, so and I found this little like space in the concert where I could like like a little crack and I could like like squeeze and look and like see a bit of what was happening. I was like, this is so depressing. This sucks. Uh, so I go, I just start walking around the venue. I find touring buses. I was like, am I gonna be this person? <laughs> am I gonna be? I'm gonna be. I have to, right? Uh, I text my friend. I was like, whenever the show is done, are you finding a moment? Meet me here. We'll just chill, see what happens. Um, when I'm waiting for my friend, uh, no, yeah, no, she met up with me and we saw Connor at one point. And I was like, oh my God, Connor, uh, great show, even though I didn't get to see you. He was like, oh, thanks. And like, walked, <laughs> walked somewhere. I was like, oh, this sucks. And we're outside for like 40 minutes. Um, and then my friend like taps me on the arm and she's like, there she is, there she is, she's right there, she's right there. She's like, say something, say something. I was like, Phoebe, we have matching tattoos of you on our wrists. And she like, that's what she's doing. She was like, she was, holy shit, really? I was like, yeah. She goes, I'll be there in just a second. Goes in her bus, comes back out with Marshall. Um, and I was just like, red. I didn't know what to do or say. Um, she's like, can I see your guys' tattoos? And we show her like our little ghost tattoos that we have. Um, she's like, oh, this is so cute. Thank you so much. I was like, no, thank you for everything. <laughs> Smoke signals is great. <laughs> um, and my friend like gives her a bracelet and we're all just talking. Um, 
and I was and someone someone who that we met um, waiting for Phoebe was like, oh by the way, Phoebe, this person didn't see you tonight. Phoebe was like, what? Why? I was like, oh, the venue didn't let me, you know, go in, and she was like, oh, well if that ever happens, here's my email. That's so fucked up. I'm like, thank you, <laughs> thanks. We take a picture with her. I she saw so many embarrassing photos of her on my phone, like my home screen. Uh, and then I moved to Chicago the next day with my friend, just like she was helping me move. And I was like, there's a sold out show for Better Oblivion Community Center here tonight. What, what's the odds that I can get in? I emailed Phoebe, someone that works for her got back to me. There are two tickets in her names. You have to see that show. It was crazy. Like, that she really did that. Like, nothing but like good words about Phoebe. She really did that. And my mom got me this huge, it's like this big, it's like a big canvas picture of Phoebe and I. Like, taking a picture, it's embarrassing, but it's like funny. You know? Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it was insane. And then during the show, I was in the front row, I was like, thank you, Phoebe. And she was like, oh my God, you came. Like, yeah, I did. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. Because I went to the Oblivion, uh, the Better Oblivion um, tour as well. And, like, that was, like, such a good show. And, like, I really did love that album, like, so much. And, like, the like the reworking that they did, like, the, like, the rock version of Funeral that they did, like, like so good. Their cover of... Um, easy lucky free so good like i i was i got lucky and i got to see them cover shallow i was very privileged really? in that situation. like so good yeah um but that, that that was just such a good tour it's crazy like i can't even imagine what venue she's gonna be playing when all this shit is over because i feel like she blew up yeah man i feel like within just like a span of like less, way less than a year. I went around just like telling people about Phoebe Bridgers and be like, oh, who is that? And now at my job, everyone knows who she is. Like, it's weird, it's wild. It's good for her. Like, she deserves it. Um, yeah. Also a fun thing about The Better Oblivion was like, la 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 la. Like, I feel like there was something weird about those, like them coming together, but it worked. Like for an opening yeah. band and like, yeah, main show. It was great. Did you did you know La 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 before then? Or is that when you found them? I saw them open for Snail Mail. And I was oh, like... okay. At that point, I was like, oh my god. I, I, did, I remember seeing them and I was like, I don't know what to expect from this band. I'm here to see Snail Mail. I, like, lost my mind. I was like, these... She's so amazing. They're all amazing. But I didn't listen to them, I think, because I was like... Oh, I forgot what band it was. I, don't, I, I just won't listen to their music. And then saw Better Oblivion. I was like, okay, I remember now. I'm going to listen to everything. I also met Lily as well from Well, uh, She's really cool. Very chill. Very humble. Real person. Crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, she seems like she would be really chill. She just seems, I don't know. Yeah. But that, that was a, it was the same thing for me. I never heard of them before I saw them open for Better Oblivion. Then after that, like, I was just like, they, like they were just like so good just so yeah. fucking good so good live like their sound is insane the way that they 
translate what they do in the studio to like live, like their gear. Wow. I totally agree. Everything, everything. Yeah, I totally agree. Rich, are you a big fan of Phoebe or is that like not your? Yeah, uh, I'm a very big fan of Phoebe. Um, Obviously, I stumbled upon Phoebe um, just on YouTube, like on my down the rabbit hole. Um, (laughs) I saw like the thumbnail for motion sickness. I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll click on it and then, yeah. Richard yeah, was yeah. actually the one to show me Claro. Like, Ooh. he listened to Claro before I did. Mm, yeah. Um, wow. I think you love Claro a lot more than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, are, what, what are some of your favorite Claro songs? I mean, I feel like Eggs is obviously one of the good ones for me. Claro's so good. I'm so excited for whatever she puts out. Her like, I feel like it'll probably come. It's insane. Yeah. Like, I remember first listening to that um, Are You Bored Yet song. And I was like, what's a Claro? <laughs> what is a Claro? <laughs> and then she blew up. Everyone was, everyone that I knew, oh, not everyone I knew, but like a lot of people who always send me song recommendations were like, have you heard bags? Have you heard bags yet? Have you heard bags? Listen to the song bags. <laughs> I feel like when Bags came out, like Twitter was going crazy for Bags. That's like where I get like a lot of my music recommendations from or like on Twitter. Like I feel like I just when everyone else when everyone is talking about something, that's just like I'm like, okay, I should listen to it because we all like the same thing. I think it's awesome that we met on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Like no context. I followed you. And eventually at some point you started following me back too. I was like, you know what? You're so cool. I'm going to DM you. I don't do that very often. <laughs> well, I'm, well, I'm honored. And now here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were always like, you, I don't know. You were always just like so nice. Like we would, you were like, we would just like randomly reply to each other about like when we were like tweeting about dumb shit. yeah and i remember like you just started dming me and then you i remember you dm me the whole story about how you met phoebe and i was like this is it oh my gosh yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think i made you like a like a girl pool playlist like yes you did yeah you did (laughs) yes you did girl pool girl pool yeah yeah i never listened to them before before uh you rec you recommended me those songs Getting getting back to the question, I want to ask every guest. I know this is very hard. If you could have any artist cover any song, who would it be, and what would the song be? Okay, the song is "Humpty Dumpty" by Amy Mann. Um, it's a very sad song. I think I'd want Whirlpool or Jay Stone to cover it. I can't choose because they would take it in completely different ways. But if they would both make it darker, or I feel like Sasami could easily do it because I feel like mm. Sasami and Amy Mann are so similar, like both with like the lower like voices and emphasizing guitar. I don't know. Definitely, definitely that Amy Mann song. I'd say Sasami. I'm gonna just make it a final answer and say Sasami should cover Humpty Dumpty by Amy Mann. I like that answer. I like that answer a lot. Richard, do you have one? I know it's a really hard question. I I totally understand. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm thinking about like the band now now. Uh, covering. I have no idea, honestly, because I'm not. I don't know. Like early now now or like now 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 now. 
no, 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 completely different to what they do now it's more like electronics so mm-hmm. I definitely would like to see them turn it like a rock song into a more like electronic like a poppy yeah 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 I agree no no it's very good yeah I'd like to see no no cover something I don't know anything anything so the last segment um is um just like a song of the day so it's like whatever any any song you're listening to right now that you just want to like recommend people doesn't necessarily have to be current. Like it just be something that you're bopping right now. Like this won't be my song of the day because my song of the day is obviously gonna be um goodbye goodbyes are for suckers by Medical Miracle because it has to be. But um if if it wasn't the case, then my song of the day would probably be Night Changes by One Direction because I cannot stop listening to it. I don't know why. It's probably Birthday by Fenda Lily. Ooh. That one's so good. I just love how she gets to the chorus. And it's so like, you know, like it makes my head like nod, but it also makes my heart break. I look for that. <laughs> I look for that everywhere. <laughs> I want, yeah, that's that's what I want in a song. I totally agree. Ben Lily is so fucking good. So fucking good. I love Breach. What about you, Richard? What, what's your song of the day? Um... I feel like I've been listening to a lot of Bring Me to Horizon lately. Oh, okay. Uh, my recommendation would probably be off their latest um, release, Kingslayer. It features baby metal. I think it's like such oh. a really dope collaboration. Now I have like a playlist going of all the songs of the day so everyone can like check them out, you know, as they come. Is there anything else you guys want to say like before we close out? Do you guys like have an idea of like when you're going to release more music or like what we can expect from you guys or anything like that um well we're gonna be bringing out merch some point soon uh, yeah we're gonna be bringing out like that hats beanies <gasps> uh, it's a really cute design <laughs> i'm very excited that is so exciting yeah yeah that's the next release for us other than that music wise uh i feel like the next thing i want released is like whole album yeah we're working on it all right cool well i i'm looking forward to the merch i will totally cop some um but yeah look forward to the merch obviously look forward to the album whenever that comes you guys can come on again and we can talk about the full album it would be so much fun i would love it and um thank you guys so much for doing this yeah thank you for thank you so much for literally doing this this is so cool Thank you guys so much for listening to Sad Times, the podcast, as always. Any, anyone who listens to this, I seriously, seriously greatly appreciate it. And stay kind and stay sad.